Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that comes to you, uh, or this is Ehud, son of Dennis, coming to you live from the Middle West of the divided states of America to the Republic for which they stand. Two nations under God with liberty and justice for some. And I wish it was everybody. I wish it was equal justice for all. But we know because of sinful man, that is likely never to be the case. Um, so yesterday or today, before yesterday, we talked about Abraham and uh, his desire to find a wife for his son. And he finds uh, Rebecca, his servant finds Rebecca to bring back from uh, his um, family, Nahor, his brother. So Isaac's cousin, and uh, it's funny how some people react to that today. Again, you got to remember this is probably three thousand plus years ago, and uh, you know the gene pool was a little bit more pure back then, and so the idea of marrying your cousin, I guess, wasn't a big deal. And you know, I don't know if if that's that big a deal today, but I know you know brothers and sisters aren't supposed to. And that's always been that way, you know, ever since God's law uh, came into existence um, when he gave that to the Israelites. But, uh, you know, God knows what he's doing, folks. And you either, you have one or the other. Either you have uh, a God with purpose um, who created everything with intent and with uh, um, an idea behind it, right? With, with knowledge behind it, with intelligence behind it, with a purpose behind it, or you have everything else. And there are many other ways that you can fill in that blank of how we got here, what the purpose of this life is. But I would suggest that Christianity and uh, the existence of God are the only things that make any sense when you actually look at, at all the facts and weigh things out. You know, to to say that somehow random chance created all this stuff, it is laughable. It is one of the most insane things I have ever heard. The more I, I learn about God, the more I look at the reality of uh, science and how we can observe things and the fact that we have any knowledge whatsoever. And you look at the human genome and and the programming that went into that and the intelligence that went into that. Um I just, you know, for people to sit here and still believe that somehow random chance caused all this, it's beyond me. I mean, how is that not a religion, for one? And it's a pathetic one at that. So anyway, um, we are in Genesis 25. Every day at It's a Religion, we like to start with Scripture, which is the truth, folks. It's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through Christ, and Christ wrote the Bible, people, Um and through men, yes, but um, he was the one that created everything. He's the one that sustains everything and gives things life. Um, the life is in him. That is the only way that you have life is because of Jesus Christ. So Genesis 25, then again, Abraham took a wife. So he got a wife for Isaac. Abraham lost his wife and they had sent uh, Ishmael's mom away. So Abraham doesn't have a wife at this point. So he took another wife, and her name was Keturah. And she bare him Zimran, Josh, Jokshan, and Medan, and Midian, and Ishbak, and Shua. And Jokshan begat Sheba, and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Ashuram, and Letushim, and Leumim. Man, they had some funny names back then. 
and the sons of Midian, Ephah, and Epher, and Hanak, and Abida, and Elda. And these were the children of Keturah. And Abraham gave all that he had unto Isaac. But under the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had, Abraham gave gifts and sent them away from Isaac his son. And or while he yet lived eastward under the east country. And these are the days of the years of Abraham's life, which he lived in a hundred and three score and fifteen years. And Abraham gave up the ghost and died in a good old age, an old man full of years, and was gathered to his people. And his sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar the Hittite, which is before Mamre. Remember, this is where Sarah was buried. In the field which Abraham purchased of the sons of Heth, there was Abraham buried, and Sarah his wife. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham that God blessed his son Isaac, and Isaac dwelt by the well of Lahairoi. Now these are the generations of Ishmael, Abraham's son, whom Hagar the Egyptian, Sarah's handmaid, bare unto Abraham. And these are the names of the sons of Ishmael, by their names, according to their generations, of the firstborn of Ishmael, Nabajoth, and Kedar, and Abdil, and Mibsam, and Mishma, and Duma, and Masa, and Hadar, Tima, Jetur, Nefish, and Kedema. These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names, and by their towns, and by their castles, twelve princes according to their nations. And these are the years of the life of Ishmael, a hundred and thirty and seven years. And he gave up the ghost, and died, and was gathered unto his people. And they dwelt from Havilah to Shur, that is, before Egypt, as you go toward Assyria. And he died in the presence of all his brethren. And these are the generations of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham begat Isaac. Isaac was forty years old when he took Rebekah to wife, the daughter of Bethuel, the Syrian of Padaram. Padanaram, and the sister of Laban to the Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife, because she was barren. And the Lord was uh, entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. And the children struggled together within her. And she said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red, all over, hairy all over like a garment, and they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took on Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them. And the boys grew, and Esau was cunning hunter, man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of his venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said unto Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, that with that same red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore his name was called Edom. And uh, Jacob said, Sell me this day your birthright. And Esau said, Behold, I'm, I'm at the point to die. What profit shall a birthright do me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him, and he sold his birthright to Jacob. Now Esau's a little bit, uh, reminds me of our culture today. It's a little bit uh, nearsighted. They don't, it's hard for people to see too far down the road. And I'm guilty of it just as well as anybody. Um, but here he sells his entire birthright of <clears throat> the line of Abraham to Isaac. Uh, you know, you'd think he would have thought twice about that. I mean, that that seems like a fair amount if Abraham was such a well-off guy. Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. It's interesting that the Bible says it like that, despised his birthright. So he didn't cherish it the way he should have, 
and Jacob did and uh, desired it. Now, I don't know if that's a younger brother, older brother thing. We don't know the, the cause of that. It doesn't really say, but it was God's plan. You know, he said the younger brother will end up on top of this situation. And Jacob was the younger brother of the two. And so, once again, the Bible is very accurate, very depictive of all these people that were back then. There's a historical record of these people uh, right there. You know, don't tell me the, the Bible isn't full of history and scientific information because it's all there. And the, the further we get along in uh, the society, the more the Bible is proved out over and over and over again. And the less people that, that are proffering the false religion of evolution uh, have to stand on. I mean, it's, it's, it was a house of cards to begin with. And Darwin himself wouldn't believe his own theory today if he knew what we know now. Um, so so uh, with that... Let's take a look at some of the stuff that's out there today. Um, again, I spoke on this a little bit yesterday, but there is a thing, and it should be probably the main thing that's in every news channel across the globe that uh, a guy named Ron Johnson did yesterday. And it's he basically did uh, COVID-19 a second opinion. Now, don't we all have second opinions that we can gather from doctors? We're free to do that. Um, and it was amazing. We were watching these people talk. We watched the video on this last night and I can't believe, uh, the news media didn't more news media didn't pick up on it. It's pathetic. Our news media is such a pathetic institution nowadays. It's, it's just so corrupt. It's ridiculous. And so the big story, even in Fox news yesterday was Biden calling Peter Ducey a SOB. Really? Who gives a rip? I mean, you know, that's great. Um, that, uh, you know, Ducey gets him riled up because somebody should, because the, one, the guy isn't the president. And if I was on the White House uh, press corps, I'd be calling him that. Okay, faux president, Mr. Faux president, um, you know, yada, yada, yada. But um, yeah, nobody's going to be able to do that because they'll get kicked out. So, um other things in the news, uh, my boy Aaron Rodgers lost. You know, it's funny being a Bears fan growing up and rooting for Aaron Rodgers, and then he loses. And again, I don't, you know, people have said he was a long-haired hippie guy up until lately, When, but he was speaking truth on the, the vaccine stuff. You know, this vaccine craze, making people wear masks, all this CRAP is what it is. And, you know, you watch all these doctors, these medical professionals that also have been canceled out on our cancel culture now, uh, because you, if you don't tow the leftist narrative line of everything, you can't question things anymore. You can't, uh, you're not free to speak the way you, you want to, you're not free to uh, offer a different opinion on things if it doesn't follow the company line. And even in you know, FBI searches Center for COVID Control National Headquarters. And I don't know anything about this organization, but it used to be when I heard that with the FBI, I would go, oh, I wonder what's going on with that place. Now I'm like, okay, what truth are they espousing against the government that the FBI is searching them out? You see the difference in that? And it's a sad state when you don't, when we don't trust the institutions of our own government. Like this thing yesterday with Ron Johnson, 
you know, he's asking all these people uh, questions and things and they're offering opinions. Where were the other, the folks from the Biden administration, the folks uh, that are for vaccines? Ron offered the, all the vaccine people, all the, the corporate CEOs, you know, the opportunity to present something at this meeting to talk about how great these things are and what a wonderful thing it is and to counterman these opinions that these doctors have about how there are other methods to treat this thing out there, how the emergency use authorization should never have been given, and uh, many, many other things. But yet nobody from the Biden administration showed up. There was no Dr. Fauci there to support the NIH uh, stuff. Nobody from the CDC, and they were offered a seat at the table to discuss these things openly. But see, that's the problem, folks. Um, when people are lying to your face, when people are hiding things in the dark, when people are doing uh, heinous things to you, uh, they don't want to be questioned. They don't want to come out and have to face the truth, right? They're afraid of that. But the truth doesn't mind. The truth will sit there in the open and go, hey, point, you know, try and pick me apart. See if you can do that. And that's what the, these doctors have gone through a lot of hell. To, to be in this position to offer opinions against the narrative. And, you know, you look at the data that they bring to the table and it's un, inarguable. So to say that, that they're somehow, I mean, some of these people, the New York Times called quacks or whatever, and yet they're some of the most well thought of people prior to this pandemic that you could ever imagine. And, but that's leftism folks. That's, uh, what happens when, again, you can't question things anymore. You can't offer differences of opinion. Um, there are people wanting to uh, control everything that are trying to circumvent uh, the will of the people in this country, that are trying to circumvent our governmental institutions. And I'm afraid that the bureaucracies are getting strong enough that it's, it's becoming an issue. So... Again, big story in the news. Peter Ducey gives uh, come back to Biden, and you know whatever. I, I think it's a joke, but and then I I believe Fauci should go to jail. I think that guy has led many people astray. I mean, you look at some of the things that he did uh, during this uh, pandemic to to squelch uh, any dissenting opinions, and I mean the guy's been making money hand over fist that we're paying for for an institution that doesn't work. What does the NIH do for us, right? All it does is control research money. And, you know, these colleges are going to toe the line uh, because he controls all this money. And it's it's a sad state, people. And the CDC, I'm sorry, but 31,000 people do not need to be employed by the federal government um, to somehow control diseases. They it's been a disaster two years we've been dealing with this thing so obviously the stuff that they came up with did not work because we're still dealing with it but thank god there's judges coming out saying that uh um you know you can't do this anymore uh, um you know there's even the the supreme court of new york said look lady you can't mask people it's not constitutional to force people to wear masks. You can't do that. You can suggest it. You can, uh, you know, encourage people to do that. Um, yeah. So there's so much going on that, 
you know, I think there's a determined group of folks that want to destroy this country. And again, it's, it's based on a background and a theory called evolution and, and, or some faithless, godless institutions, uh, or false religions like Mohammedism or Buddhism or Shintoism, you know, folks that are Buddhists typically don't get too excited about stuff. The Mohammedans do ones that are extreme and uh but it's really the the religion of evolution is the one that's really caused the most uh ridiculousness in our society in the western uh culture and a disbelief in god i believe that's that's the one theory that has has come to bear because it's been so widely accepted by the scientific community that that doesn't bear the truth anymore unfortunately i don't think it knows how to at this point um So anyway, um, I got I got to call it a show, uh, but I encourage you look into Jesus. If you haven't come to know Him yet, uh, seek Him out. He will be found. So find a Bible, read the Book of John. If you need help, uh, email us at ehud at itsareligion.org, and we'll be happy to help any way we can. With that, uh, go and be blessed and be thankful. Walk in thankfulness to the Lord Jesus Christ that you even have life. Thank you, Lord, for the small things like me and her on a porch swing, for summer nights and fireflies and the sound of my old six string. Blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. If I still got breath in these lungs, then that's all I need to get down on.